Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the digital toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today, we're going to focus on a particular group of small business owners. We're going to focus on all of you out there who are graphic designers and creatives and talk about your branding and your marketing, because the rest of the world thinks you guys have it easy. But you have just as many challenges as all the rest of us business owners. And to have that conversation today, I'm going to be chatting with Claire Gallagher. Claire is a designer and a digital strategist. She's focused on helping solo service-based businesses like coaches and creatives show up online and scale their business. And I am so excited she could join me today. Claire, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me on. I am so excited because we were talking about this before the show started, this idea that branding is tough for everybody. And we all make mistakes, do it wrong, do it right. But when you're working with creatives, where do you think they maybe run into trouble more than other businesses? Or just where do they run into trouble? Well, that's it's a really unusual area for graphic designers and people who do branding and people who provide creative services. Well, point one there is any service provider will know it's very different different providing a service for others and doing it for yourself because you don't have that kind of back and forth and you kind of sometimes get stuck in your own head. And the other part of it is as a creative you're usually like a lack of ideas is almost never the problem. An abundance <laughs> of ideas is usually what comes up when you're trying to, to um, show up online, market yourself, sell your services. So providing a strategy and brand package for yourself, it can really be difficult to get out of the weeds and to kind of get out of your own head, really. It can be difficult to choose one idea of so many good ideas because creatives, the ideas just flow and flow. But the catching of the right idea that feels right and moving forward with it, it's where a lot of my designer and creative clients, they really, really struggle. It's kind of some people call it shiny idea syndrome. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. As I work with a lot of small businesses, I think that shiny idea syndrome to some degree hits us all. But one of the things that I know I find, and I'm really more of a production artist than a designer, is even when I get working on editing a video or cleaning up something for for publication, you start to play with it and the hours go by. So let's, let's talk about dealing with shiny idea syndrome first and then maybe going down the rabbit hole of the thing you like best in your business. But how do you balance creativity with shiny idea syndrome? How do you actually get anything done? That's a that's an excellent, excellent question. We spoke just briefly before. As a business owner, we are creative problem solvers, whether it's a creative business or not. We do have these kind of problem solving brains and I think we love the puzzle. We love the kind of, oh, this is the problem. This is 
this is a target audience I would love to reach and I understand where they're coming from and ooh, I can do this and ooh, I can do that. And sometimes you can go round and round in circles, chasing your tail, restarting and restarting and rebranding and repositioning. And that kind of loop of really never launching the thing, um, it becomes a little bit tricky because you need to launch the thing to sell the thing. And if you're not launching, you're not getting clients. And if you're not getting clients, you're not getting money. And that's a whole other story. So I think the the accountability <laughs> comes from, you know, your bank balance sometimes. <laughs> but the other part of it is I really, really believe in being part of a community and working with mentors and coaches to be called out on your own procrastination, to be called out on your own switching between ideas. So I'm a real big believer in community and having somebody point at your, you know, digression and getting off track and say, hang on, didn't you say this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and kind of keep you accountable. So I think the shiny idea syndrome um, is quickly remedied by having a community or a mentor or a strategist to work with. And as my old dad used to say, if it wasn't for a deadline, nothing would get finished. So the deadline needs to be real. So setting yourself your own deadline and putting it on your wall planner is one thing, but having somebody go, where are you with that? Are we nearly mm-hmm. there? Is Are we going to hit this launch date? Um, so when it comes to shiny idea syndrome and that creative problem solving that some of us really got into business because we love that mode. Um community accountability and deadlines awesome i love i love that idea i i like to tell people that you may own your own business but it doesn't mean you have to do it alone exactly and i think that that is definitely a trap that many of us fall into but i think also because when you get to the the real work of the design process it is you and your computer or you and your paper that mm-hmm. there's collaboration before, there's collaboration after, but in the doing, this is a very solitary business. So how do you find that community or what should you look for as you try to build a community that will keep you on target? Yeah, that's that's a, it's a really good point because finding those communities, it's it's an endeavor in itself. Um, I talk to my own clients about getting yourself in the right rooms. Mm. What rooms are you showing up in? And that could be virtual or real, like now that we're slowly getting to meet in person again. Getting into the right rooms where either collaborators can appear, strategic partners can appear, ideal clients can appear. And thinking of it as a concept of, I need to be in the right rooms you're kind of opening your eyes to opportunities and the right room to you at this particular season in your business might not be eternally the right room. So the right room is somebody like to to get into a community or a group or a space um, where core values are shared, where um, ambition is shared, where people can be open and honest and not constantly be pitching to each other in the same room. So finding a place, and sometimes when you find it, you feel it. You really do feel it. And when you're not in the right room, you can also feel that too. (laughs) So true. So true. The right room includes those people who get you, who Mm -hmm. you, you may not really have direct overlap in your businesses, but 
on some level, you're sharing some commonality. Yeah. Okay. What else is maybe a trap for the creative business owner that they need to be aware of and focus on? Yeah. So perfectionism in any walk of life, any work, any, uh, any area of business, perfectionism is the thing that will keep you broke. Something that I often say to people, especially, you know, because a creative, especially a visual creative who I love to work with or a one-on-one service provider who I love to work with, they respect their work. They respect their clients and they want to do the best job possible. So in order to do the best job possible, sometimes you get into this workflow and as you said before, the hours fly by and you keep reinventing and retouching and tweaking and tweaking and tweaking. And I said, look out for tweaking because you know you're in perfectionism territory. Remembering that perfectionism keeps you broke, keeps you stuck. (laughs) It keeps you working till 2 a.m. and, you know, still trying to polish something. An antidote to perfectionism that I often use with my clients is playfulness. How can we be playful in this? How can we uh, co-create with our audience? So Mm -hmm. instead of trying to get it perfect before you put it in front of people, openly and honestly and authentically show up in a nice, gorgeous, imperfect way and invite people to collaborate, contribute, be part of the story. Because when people, your ideal clients are part of the story, they feel like it's for them, it's with them. And it just, it ultimately becomes more meaningful. So this comes down to launching products, websites, logos, all of the things. If you can involve your ideal client in it, it's going to be more meaningful for them. And that's really the key to it. Because the perfectionism is like a story that happens in your own head. You need to get out of your own head. Absolutely. Because there are times you may miss something that you hadn't considered. And just bringing those other voices into your process, giving you feedback, maybe giving you a little bit different note to think about can make the final product that much better. And it may also release you. Yeah. So you can go, oh, this is done. (laughs) Done is always better than perfect also. (laughs) Done is better than perfect. Except when it comes to these conversations, I am always sad when they are done because this has been almost perfect. The only thing that would make it better would have to be have hours and hours to chat with you, but neither of us can do that. And so I'm really going to encourage my audience, if you guys have heard something that has piqued your curiosity, you want to check out Claire Gallagher's website. It is clairecreative.com. And I'm going to have a link in the show notes for one of her special resources. It is specifically on web strategy and why you need one. Claire, thank you again for being a part of the show. Thank you so much, Lorraine. That was so much fun. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you would like to find other resources for your business, be sure to check out digitaltoolbox.club. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words.